Hello there, you lost fantasy souls. That's right. We're without our resident cartographer today. Byron LaFleur dropped out of our podcast with 30 minutes to go, so we scrambled to throw this thing together. I'm joined today by Dave and Kelly Cox. Oh, Tyler, we're using her. We're using, <laughs> we're using her Zoom. How's it going, guys? Yeah, big shout out to my wife hooking us up with a clean house for draft day and a uh, uh, enterprise level zoom account so we could make this possible this evening. Yes. We really much appreciate And, um, she's a longtime podcast listener, right? Oh, reluctantly. Yeah, absolutely. Actually. Uh, unfortunately uh, on, on, on car rides just around the house, it plays on the Alexis. <sighs> nice. I love and it. now that you've been on more often, do you still do it? So your voice just goes room, room to room. No, actually I'm, one of those people who I I hate the sound of my own voice on recordings. Um, I I can't do it, so I do listen to it, but I put it on like double speed so that my voice is distorted. Yeah. Okay. You don't play it back, take notes, learn. I, that's adjust. exactly what I do. Okay. Uh, but it's it's I got to double time it or else I can hear myself in like a normal pitch and I can't do it. Yeah, I I would say. Uh, my, you know, I wasn't on the last two episodes. Listen, you guys did a great job, but a lot of agreeing with Drew, a lot of agreeing with Byron. That's that's just the wrong approach. So, uh, you, you know, you occasionally disagree with them, Tyler, but they agreed with each other too much. Eh. So anyway, I'm back. We don't have to agree with them this week. There we go. We got a take master in the house this week. That is a good uh, a segue. <laughs> into our first segment we're going to be doing segments this year guys we've decided to get organized uh this is going to be a whole new thing and we're going to open up each of these podcasts uh with a hot take um this week we're going to do a themed hot take all right we're going to start the hot take uh with overreactions to week one so i want each of you guys to give me uh one overreaction to, to what we saw happen in week one and then we can uh, uh say overreaction or not an overreaction um give me your hot take dave why don't you start us off uh so i'm gonna start things off with the breezewood nuts my my hot take overreaction is that breezewood nuts will finish the season with two qb ones in our league so top 16 quarterbacks after week one marcus Mariota is qb9 and ryan Tannehill is qb10 overreaction perfect reaction underreaction what do you guys think Tyler, I'm, I'm speechless, so you go ahead. Yeah, that's a – I mean, that is – that take came in a little spicy. Uh, I've got indigestion already trying to digest that one. <laughs> uh, that is an incredibly hot overreaction, Dave. Uh, we're banking on Ryan Tannehill to make it through the season, and he already lost the game as a starter to the New York football giants. I don't see a world in which Tannehill can be – he would have to have the most incredible run of eight to 12 losing efforts, but incredible stats weeks before he gets yanked and replaced with Malik Willis uh, to hold on to probably spot 15 or 16. Um, Mariota's in a similar boat, uh, but I do like the take if both of those guys play all year because their teams are going to be bad playing from behind, throwing bombs. Mariota is going to pick up some rushing stats and some fumble stats here and there. But uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a... like a great 
take take it's 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 good. it's a great take it's a great take and and you're trying to justify some things i know what you're up to but hell no like hell no marcus murray is going to be benched i've already gone over the logic he's got to be benched towards the end of the season this is going to be a bad football team they're going to need to see their young desmond ritter so that they know that they have to draft a quarterback next year Mariota does not play the whole season. He does not finish in the top 16. Um, there are too many quarterbacks that are going to be playing the whole season that will finish in the top 16 that are all better than Marcus Mariota. Um, so, uh, better, so nice. better NFL quarterback, not a fantasy quarterback make? What? Uh, both, something both, like both. that. He finished ahead of Russell Wilson um, this week. He's not going to yeah. do that consistently. Yeah. Um, I don't believe it. He's right on par. He's finished ahead of Derek Carr. He's not going to do that consistently. Um, he, you know, I, I think you can, you can keep going down a, a number of lists. Matt Stafford, not going to do that consistently. Um, so and that's just me clicking on the first, the first few names, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. is he going to do that consistently? Um, no, he's going to be competing with, with the, uh, the, the Daniel Joneses of the world while he's there, who can run a little bit, but aren't running quarterbacks. Um, and, and they finish in the, the, the twenties typically that's if he play, even if he played the whole season he finished somewhere in the, the back end and if he does it which he won't that's the biggest thing so he might be sitting there around 16 17 he'll fall because he's going to get benched so all right which well, is an no. equally hot take equally hot take. yeah yeah tyler tyler can you one up that this is we're starting off spicy mike ryan is not only going to have a competent team but he's going to make the playoffs this season. Which, oh, if you look That's... at last year's final standings, no division sent three teams to the playoffs. It's really hard to do as there's only, you know, they play each other twice. There's only 14 games. There's not that, you know, NFL schedule, extra three games of cushion room to get, uh, which means in all likelihood, he's going to jump at least the best TDs and either Rams are the best or, uh, the team he just barely lost to, which is uh, my team, uh, the streets meets. Uh, All right, that that is uh, can I firing? And I will give you the the number one reason. If you look at his performance this week, where he finished fourth in the league with one hundred thirty two point four points, start scrolling down the list of top performers. Did Mike Ryan have a top quarterback? Did he have a top running back? No. Top five wide receiver, tight end, kicker. No, none of this is true. He didn't finish in the top 10 with any starters scoring. He had the LA Chargers as the number five defense of the week, which means that he did this with consistent play across the group. If any of his players go off in a week, he could hit this score again in any given week with a down week from someone and an up week from someone else. This is a team that we talked about in the preseason being scary, but for the fact that they don't have a starting quarterback. Well, guess what? Geno Smith looked really fucking good in that first half. Um, and if he can get that level of production out of him, this team can stay afloat until week 13, right as the playoffs come knocking and he gets to play me again. And the second time is going to go a little different. I think. Uh, we'll have Deshaun Watson. We'll have Dave. Deshaun Watson back. Dave. And that is this an overreaction. <laughs> is this uh, an overreaction I, or not? Yeah, I think it's an overreaction to a team that lost in week one. I, I think a better hot take would be 
he will play at least a meaningful game when Deshaun Watson comes back, but I, I don't think so. I mean, you kind of said it. You went down the list and said no one's a top 10 player at a position. Uh, despite that, he still put up a lot of points this week, but you got to think the Christian Kirks of the world, the Miles Sanders are, are probably not putting up 15, 18 points each week. Maybe they will, but um, I'm going to fade that uh, that reaction. And um, I, I don't I don't think, unfortunately, this is Mike Ryan. See, I think he's a year away. Needs that second quarterback all year to, to do I, it. I, Tyler, this is a spicy take. This is a hot take. This is a really hot take. I just don't think it's hot enough, though. I don't think it's hot enough because I agree with this hot take. It's not an overreaction. In fact, it leads into my hot take of the week. Mike Bryan is going to make the playoffs. He's going to start getting performances out of Traylon Burks. His team's going to stay healthy. Saquon Barkley might get injured and I'll have Matt Breda starting. I don't know. Something like that. I'm going with it. But it's not enough to say Mike Ryan's going to make the playoffs, gentlemen. I'm going to double down. The Ryan brothers, the Ryan brothers, plural, are going to make the playoffs. You look at the standings and you see some teams separating themselves. You see Rams are the best, Streets meets, Iamsville cartographers, Frederick Scrubs. Then, then there's room, guys. Then there's room. One of the teams from the shitty Tenderoni division is going to make it. One of us, one of us bums will make it in the playoffs. We'll be guaranteed it. And then someone else has to make the playoffs. Somebody else out there has to make the playoffs. And I put forward, I put forward Peyton's making nachos. Had an okay week this week. He still has Daniel Jones. He looked okay. He had DeAndre Swift and Christian McCaffrey. They look like they could be RB1, RB2. Yeah. Guys, he's got Davis Mills. He's going to be starting all year. He's got Daniel Jones starting all year. James Conner is going to get better. Amari Cooper eventually might catch a pass or two. They're going to make the playoffs. And I, I, I go even further. Orion brothers going to compete for the Flacco. As much as they love Joe Flacco, they're going to compete for the Flacco. I'm not going to go as far as to say they're going to win the championship because I'm not crazy. But they're going to get there. It's a hot take, guys. Yeah, I, I like that you doubled down on Tyler's and you had me going, but then at the end, I, I realized what you're saying. I think Mike Ryan is going to trade with Tim Ryan to get Joe Flacco. I, I can see that world. I can see that happening. I think the Flacco's coming to Mike, just not the one you were talking about. So I was going to boo you, but I, I love this man. I think Mike is going to go out, get Joe Flacco on his team um, if nothing he's else, make the playoffs. Just... he just said he was a quarterback away. <laughs> he's going to make the playoffs. He just sold himself. The flip flop. Mike Ryan's making specific, the playoffs. But... You heard it on this podcast. <laughs> First, Mike Ryan, we are all counting on you. Take down Byron LaFleur. Take down the cartographers. We are lost, but we aren't lost without our cartographer, Byron LaFleur. We don't care. We are lost without your name etched into the Flacco. We believe in you. We believe in you. Let's get into some league news. Dave, what happened this week? Injuries, anything we need to take care of? Fantasy teams, what's going on? Just roll right into it. So the big news is probably the fancy footwork injury bug hit this team hard. Um, losing starting quarterback 
Dak Prescott for probably multiple weeks, losing Elijah Mitchell, starting running back for what, two months, I think I heard. And then Chris Godwin leaving the game with a hamstring injury. Um, so losing a QB, top QB, top running back, and one of their top wide receivers week one. Um, and of course, scoring the least points in the league week one. Um, I know we're done with hot takes, but is it too early to say the first pick on the clock in 2023 going to be fancy footwork? It's not going to be fancy footwork. It's going to be Scott Kelly having fancy footworks, uh, mm. having fancy footworks pick. That's right. So it's going to be team scrubs possibly. I don't know if it's, you know, that's possible. That's possible. I think there's some other teams that, that didn't look so hot in week one. We'll get into that. Um, why don't we, why don't we get into it right now? Did we hit on the major injuries? Were there any other big injuries, Tyler? <laughs> there were. They, yeah, go ahead. Dave, I was going to say they, they certainly piled up on that team. They did. Godwin, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Dak, Najee Harris. Looks like he's going to try to play in week two. Uh, that's definitely a situation to monitor. Um, outside of those four, as far as like fantasy like incredibly fantasy relevant injuries week one was really a letdown. I mean, we're not going to get, there's not a ton of guys, you know, usually you can already see the running back waiver wire pile up with guys by week two, maybe week three at the latest. Uh, but it seems like health was the, the rule of yeah. the day for week one, uh, which knock on wood that continues because that is the worst part of a fantasy season. Uh, obviously, I sympathize with fancy footwork having had two seasons eviscerated by the deck injury bug previously. Um, but yeah, it's the worst part is to watch your team that you've worked really hard to put together, especially in a dynasty or contract format, just fall apart in a matter of four hours on Sunday in week one. Yeah. It was tough to watch and everything that I said about fancy footwork out the window. And I was like, they're all their, all their big time players got hurt. A couple other injuries out there at the key and Allen's ruled out for, for week two. That's a, that's a pretty big one um, for a week oh, by yeah. week. Cause he's not very deep at, at, at receiver. Um, and uh, the luchadors you're referring luchadors, to the luchadors. Yeah. And, um, and just to, just to rewind back to your, uh, what is probably an overreaction, but I loved it. Uh, Per the odds board that we assembled post-draft, that would be a plus 12.95 parlay to parlay the uh, Peyton's making nachos with Mike Ryan to make the playoffs. So if anybody wants to take that bet, I'll be taking your money. I'll pay that one out. Hit me up. Ooh, I like that. I love it. I love it. It's almost 13 to one boys and girls. So come on down. Let's let's get into recaps. Let's recap week one. And Uh, before we do, let's, I think we got a quick word from one of our sponsors here. Um, Drew, do you, do you like chicken eggs? I'll say yes. I I, I like uh, eggs. All right. Tyler, do you like duck eggs? Oh yes. Fantastic. (laughs) Well, Boys, this is neither of those because our sponsor today is Goose Egg, Goose Egg Chat. That's right, folks. Did did you have a player put up zero points in week one? Well, give us a call at Goose Egg Chat to talk you through your next moves. Were you part of a Cam Akers for Devonta Smith trade? Well, you probably want to pick up the phone and call Goose Egg Chat now. Did you keep 
a uh, future Hall of Fame running back, current amateur boxer on your team? Did you keep a former NFL MVP who's a QB and not on a roster on your team? Well, you probably need Goose Egg Chat's advice. So pick up the phone and call us at 1-800-000-0000 to get your fantasy advice today. Did you once trade Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, and Jalen Hurts? <laughs> well, we can't help you with those moves, guys. But if you've got injured players who are looking to put up no points this week, call us at Goose Egg Chat and we'll help you make the right decision. You probably won't listen, but the advice is there. Call us toll free 1 800 000 000. I love goose eggs. There were a lot of goose eggs as a person. For the first that. 15 minutes, 99 cents a minute after that. <laughs> Cole Komet with the goose egg. We had DJ Dallas with the goose egg. Oh, Cole Komet started were all in over. three other leagues for me. Let's, so hard goes down to you. Let's go look at some of these goose eggs. How about that really in, inconsequential trade? Cam Akers for Devonta Smith. <laughs> Both putting up As goose Tyler eggs said, inconsequential. <laughs> and it was, uh, I don't know if he meant by inconsequential or doesn't move the needle, as he said. Uh, that, I didn't think uh, it would literally. I didn't literally think it would literally the needle, the needle either. To, to the floor. And I did not think that's what the outcome would be. I thought, you know. Well, let's take a look at the uh, the first game involving Cam Akers. The Rams are the best dispatched the best TDs, 136 to 95, uh, 52. Pretty big blowout, you know. Any reactions to this game? Uh, Tyler, we'll start with you. Uh, boy, it sure looks like Keith intentionally threw this one. Um, it, it does and it doesn't, right? I mean, he's, he had options to put in even worse players. I, I will say the we've talked about this on some of the back channels. The decision to bench Jalen Waddle is the confusing part. If you wanted to lose this game, you would have thought you'd see Marlon Mack in or Daryl Williams in or Chris Conley in. Um, this could have been what you'd refer to as a soft tank where you throw Wandale Robinson in there, hoping he either scores 25 points as the only receiver in uh, New York worth a shit, which turned out not to be the case, or uh, you lose the game in blowout fashion, which is exactly what happened, and you start the tank. Um, I don't have any information either way to confirm those things, but if the point is to lose games, uh, so far so good. Yeah, uh, when I, 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 I don't think he was intentionally tanking looking at the way he played these things. Um, it, it turns out that even if you played uh, Jalen Waddle, and if you played um, Jamal Williams, which is the Jamal other optimal, Williams, which start was another, here. both of them were pretty obvious starts, like yeah. pretty pretty yeah. obvious starts. Um, the the only thing you could have convinced yourself was to starting Kenny Drake over Jamal Williams. Either one would have been a, a better play, um, but it, it didn't make any sense. Um, I don't think it was intentional. It was just really really bad plays. However, that would have put him uh, still losing by ten points. So, so not a, a consequential uh, mistake, but a mistake nonetheless. Don't don't understand it, Dave. If you walk to a win, it was an easy win. How do you feel? Uh, seeing as how I had a Green Bay's RB one on my bench, I, I feel okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That mistake, you gotta, you gotta feel good. mistake didn't hurt me, and we'll, we'll make adjustments for week two. 
All right, a couple uh, more results uh, that, that we'll fly through here. Manny and Luis Cannons beat Lewisburg Luchadores, and the Frederick Scrubs uh, beat uh, the hot take uh, recipient uh, Peyton's Making Nachos, 126 to 62. Dave, what are your thoughts on these two? Uh, ex- exciting matchup for the loose cannons coming down to Monday night and the long Jerry Judy touchdown swinging that game. So that that's always fun. And I do like this group me chat. So uh, we can see everyone's reaction kind of live. Uh, I know it's Tyler's least favorite thing out there, but uh, he eked out the win too, which we'll get to. So I, I uh, love the existence of a chat. I just <laughs> have chosen a different, a different platform. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the takeaway from this is, don't listen to the pod, guys. No, the, the pod is not gold. Uh, Lewisburg wins this game if he kept keeps Cordell Patterson in. Uh, I believe we, we we kind of recommended he take him out last week. Was that was that correct? No. Um, or was it the other way around? I think it was was it the other way around? Did we tell him to take him out and put put? Uh, I believe that Tyler. I mean, Byron and I told him to take Cordell out. We don't like him, and you defended. Um, uh, we can go back to the tape. We can go back to the tape. I don't know that I, I convince him. I don't know with conviction that I said to take Damian Pierce out, but listen, the, the right way to podcast is to say it and say it with so much confidence that people don't have to go back. I know I I wasn't on, but I said, keep Cordero Patterson in and bench Damian Pierce. You fool. What are you doing? Well, it became the thing is it became the obviously correct move as the week went along when reports started to come out that their game plan was to feature Rex Burkhead in this game. Like, yes, Damian Pierce was going to get the first snap of the game, but it as the week went along as Wednesday and Thursday and Friday passed, Damian Pierce like touches started to de-advance. Yeah. And and I mean, is there why, any... why are you listening to other podcasts when you is have there... this one? Yeah, is there but is there any um it, it gotta be thinking about that that pick at five um uh, there was a lot to kind of defend in that pick at five but but man um david pierce was a late round running back um this is not a great team gotta be a little bit worried um picking that early um and and seeing that because because the long-term upside never seemed there the short-term upside's not there that's going to be tough let's look at the next game it is frederick scrubs um beating uh, pretty handily beating peyton's making nachos I just got a really good game out of Swift. Didn't get too much else. Consistent game out of his quarterbacks. Uh, but it was Saquon Barkley, Justin Herbert, Jamar Chase show, Young Hu Koo, Young Wei Koo, um, also uh, uh, putting up a monster game at kicker. Um, uh, Tyler, what do you what do you got to say about this one? Uh, this it it almost doesn't matter what Scott does with this lineup as far as subs go, right? He could have started Jarvis Landry. He's still winning. DJ Chark still winning. Isaiah Pacheco still winning. Uh, there are a couple like hopeful signs for the Tim Ryan side of this, which is he absolutely has trade bait sitting on the bench here. James Robinson, 19.4 points, clearly the RB one in Jacksonville because he doesn't drop two touchdowns in that game. Uh, James Conner, 14 points, uh, super inefficient. But who got the goal line work in Arizona? Even when they were down big, they didn't yank James Conner. He's still stuck in there. Um, yes, you know, Benjamin got something like nine touches in this game, uh, which is a little bit concerning if James Conner starts to pile up these inefficient games. 
but sell high, Tim, sell high, uh, get a trade done early and upgrade, you know, just a couple of marginal upgrades at the receiver position could have taken him, made this game at least closer. Um, and Amari Cooper's not going to have that game every week. There's like a clear like increase. Then again, Mike Williams isn't going to have two points every week either. Um, Scott, exactly. Scott won this game because Scott should have won this game. His roster is better. Uh, but the Tim Ryan roster is not bad and it's going to rebound in future weeks. I agree. I agree with all would of you, that. Um, would you trade Joe Flacco for Christian Kirk? Ooh, like right now in a vacuum? Yeah. If I have this team that Tim if has. If you were this team with Tim has, would you trade Joe Flacco to say Mike Ryan for Christian Kirk? Would you do that right now? I would ask Mike to throw in a first. And if he's yeah. reluctant, <laughs> if he's reluctant to throw in a first, I would say feed me a second, I guess. Like in the next, I mean, Joe, I would I, I wouldn't give up Christian Kirk for Joe Flacco right now. Um, right. The other way though, like there's no Christian way Kirk's had the had the buzz going. Right. There's a lot of people. It's not just that. And then mean, he comes out for like, six for 116. And I just, I, I wouldn't. Right. I, that's me. Um, six for but, 116 on a team, by the way, that left a lot of points on the board and looked, they looked really good. They got down to the end zone twice and couldn't punch it in because Travis Etienne Stonehands dropped the freaking ball. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's keep it moving. Um, let's look at a few games I'm going to throw your way. One we've already touched on a little bit. So, um, uh, we, we can touch on it, but move on quickly from the Joe's Primo team beating fancy footwork. Um, I, I think we'll probably have a bit of a conversation about that one. Uh, we hinted at it before. Punxsutawney Pent Parakeets 104 over the home run hitters, 86.04. Um, and then the lowest scoring game of the week by by a hair, by about 1.3 points. Darnstown Drush, um, Philly Citywide. That's one that we should probably chat on a little bit just because the way it ended uh, was pretty wild. Uh, let's start with the parakeets versus the home run hitters because it's probably the, the least intriguing of the three games. Um, uh, you know, I'll I'll uh, kick it off. Um, it, this was wasn't a wasn't a particularly close game. It was a te- one team that got a couple players going, and the other team uh, only got one. Kareem Hunt, um, who who's doing what he does to Nick Chubb owners everywhere. Tyler, I'm sure you're you're sick of of seeing Kareem Hunt getting 21 points off of 15 touches, uh, but that's 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 kind of what he does. Um, other than that, Tom Brady, the the value quarterback giving absolutely nothing um, in a dominant win against Dallas. You, you, you would think he was going to go for more in a game against a Dallas defense that has some some question marks in the secondary, at least for giving up fantasy points perspective. Um, and then uh, Mitch Trubisky, a, little, a workman like 12 points, uh, nothing flashy there. His receivers weren't great, but um, a lot. Uh, left to be desired from the home run hitters. Any thoughts on that game? I just that when in past years, when Evan had a dominant team, you know, he would lose these early games. And this year, you know, I think the podcast was against the parakeets and chalking him up for an early pick next year. And team just chugged along, won their game. And uh, anyway, we'll see. We'll see if he creates some buzz this year. I Let's think when take, you oh, when you ahead, have sorry. Kyler Murray and AJ Brown, um, you're gonna accidentally stumble into the like 40 point mark most weeks, uh, whether that's 15 and 25 or 20 and 20 like this. Uh, in some weeks, you're gonna stumble into 60. 
points, uh, which will give Evan this artificial floor. It, you know, if he gets any production out of these running backs at all, uh, this team's not bad, which is what we've talked about a lot. It's not the worst roster to have to like float out there. The problem is if you're Evan and you are intentionally thinking, I don't want to win games. I want to look at next year. Well, you already put a win in the, in the win column. Yeah. I, 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 I just, I, I disagree. I think this is just one of the few wins um, that, that this team's going to see. I think he caught the home run hitters on, on uh, an exceptionally bad week. Um, and, and the home run hitters are probably going to get some, some more contributors in Drake London and, and some others that, that I think have upside. I also think he got just really, really good weeks um, out of some players. Isaiah McKenzie, I think you have to be a little bit worried just because he's going to be splitting that slot, it seems, with Jamison Crowder. Um, so sure, he got that touchdown, but but the snaps are not something that you feel confident in. Robbie Anderson, that's a that's a high point week. He's going to be a, a wide receiver. like a, He's going to be an okay maybe, starter. Maybe. He's going to give you some points. But that seems like it's probably going to be a high point week for him. Um, maybe. Maybe. Katie McKissick, Tony Pollard, that's nothing. Robert Woods, nothing. It's going to be really hard to string. Well, um, well, it looks like Green Bay could use Alan Lazard if I took one thing from yes. that game. And DeAndre Hopkins, has, five weeks from coming back. So I'm just saying, there's, there's maybe that's the key. Evan there's been, there's possibilities. There, might just sneak in. There's possibilities. I just think uh, it's going to be tough to make the playoffs. It's not going to be tough to get some wins. At least some wins. Yeah. Um, okay. But that's but a fair. Making the playoffs seems seems tough. Um, finally, um, let's take a look at uh, my game. Darnstown, Drush, Philly Citywide. This one ended in probably the most fun fashion of any of the games um, with uh, well. last second. And I, it's more, more so than that long Jerry Judy touchdown because this one was looked like it was decided in the books and it was a garbage time Zachers touchdown when it didn't look like anyone was going to get anything. Um, Zachers didn't do anything in this game and then gets a garbage time touchdown to win it with, with like no time remaining on the clock. I think that was uh, as good of a finish as loose cannons versus luchadors was. Um, and maybe Mike Ryan streets meets that one was also right there because there was a lot of uh, things there. Those three games were great. This one was as good as any of them though. Yeah. I think this one gets overshadowed because it finished on Sunday at the four o'clock slot. Like exactly. this wasn't, this was the first game wrapped. We knew this game was done at seven fifteen on well, seven thirty Eastern. Uh, but yes, this one came down to the wire. It's a low scoring affair. Uh, big misses from players we expected to have big production Austin Eckler nine points Hunter Renfro didn't have a target until the third quarter I think or he had one through the first half it was it was absurd um finishes with 3.6 points uh just duds up and down both rosters from players you'd expect to be productive Devontae Smith zero points um looking at you yeah but let me ask you something, Tyler. I mean, last week you, you said uh, Darnstown, my team, um, should be concerned with their wide receivers. Came true, right? I also said it, it um, did, Trey but... Lance. Trey Lance. I'll, I'll, I'll get there in a sec. Trey Lance and, and Eckler would would under, could underperform, and I was worried about that. That happened. Then you look over on the other side at Philly City Wide. Sure, they they uh, underperform, but then you look at their bench, um, and you see Michael Thomas sitting there. That's gonna help if he can continue that. I'm not sure um, if he can, but like he seems like he's gonna be a really good red zone target for them. He might not eat the the yards in the middle of the field. I don't know if Dontrell Hilliard can keep up what he did. Um, but w- what are your thoughts on, on moving forward out of this game? Um, is is am I in trouble? 
Uh, I so look, Christian Watson literally left thirteen points on the board in one play. Romeo Dobbs had two drops that would have moved the sticks. Uh, Kadarius Tony had a big old goose egg on the catches. Seven snaps, seven snaps, folks. Uh, KJ Osborne played um, and was targeted. Uh, I mean, I think he caught three of his four targets, something like that. Um, so, like, there is upside here. Michael Gallup will come back from injury to have to play with Cooper Rush. He might delay that return a little bit now. Uh, Van Jefferson will come back. Um, on the other side, though, if you just drop Michael Thomas in here into the Devin, Devin Duvernay. No, right. That because, was one like, point. So, look, Devin Maybe Duvernay had, put it over. had his – he no 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 Devin Duvernay had his outlier week right yeah. so did T Higgins and Hunter maybe 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 but what I'm saying is like if you project out T Higgins and Hunter Renfro this will likely be barring injury their lowest output weeks of the season right drop that or, Michael Thomas week which looks like what you would expect from Michael Thomas into the Devin Devin Duvernay spot because that was. Likely well, I would say that, that it won't be the Devin Duvernay start the whole whole season because it'll be Zach Wilson. It'll probably be probably be the Hunter Renfro slash MVS slot. Either way, oh, it's definitely yeah. the MVS well, slot. Look, I think to answer Drew's question, should it should the Darnstown Drew should be worried? The answer is yes, one hundred percent. Absolutely. There, there are a bunch of ways you could have lost this game, and sorry, Philly Citywide, it it always sucks when you have a winning roster on your bench, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, Drew, you were worried and rightfully so that you were going to drop this game. The problem is Tyler just rattled off five players who, sure, they could have a huge week, but you've got to guess and get lucky. I mean, there's there is nothing, you know, there is no confidence about those five players you just rattled off. And you're probably going to have to start one of them throughout the bye week season at wide receiver. So, um, yeah. you know, uh, we'll I, see Joe Burrow's not going to have five turnovers every week. Um, but even without those, you put up 105 points, and that that seems mediocre for where we thought this team was. Especially at the beginning of the season, 105 points yep. is, is not what you're aiming for. Um, I think it's you know if Joe Burrow, Trey Lance, Eckler, and Gibson can give me a good floor, uh, then I'll start feeling a little bit better. DJ Moore too. Um, what I need is obviously um, a couple of these wide receivers to set themselves apart, which is which is what I was betting on um, that they can give me like decent easy plays on those bye weeks right now it's just going to be throwing a dart based off of one week um but but i i am hoping in the next few weeks that sorts itself out but right now yeah yeah i should be worried i am yeah especially when you look at like kyle played the least efficient roster of the week across the league he's at 65 percent. the next closest team i believe was was uh best tds at 76 there were a couple teams right around that 70 76 mark um and if you look at it other than maybe putting you know michael thomas in for one of those receivers mvs or duvernay if he'd put him in for duvernay he's barely ahead he made all the right roster decisions up and down yeah yeah he 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 made the right roster decisions there were other plays he could have made but you weren't going to put thomas in for um, for you know, if you're going to put the um, Renfro and MVS in, I could argue you should put Thomas in over that. That's that uh, over those two, but you're really putting it over Duvernay, right? That's the obvious one. Yeah. Um, and, and so that that really nullifies that. Let's move on. Um, let's look at the last two games. Um, spend a time, a little bit of time on each. Um, one, 
is, is a massive blowout. Um, Iamsville cartographers, Breezewood Nuts did not put up a bad week, got 121.34 points. Um, and, and I think it was, yes, yeah, Tyler shown fifth highest score uh, of the week. However, and nearly, nearly a perfect play. Also, he played yeah. nearly his perfect roster. Yeah, it, it was, uh, it was pretty absurd. I think what you're talking about, kicker Greg Zerline, that doesn't even count. Um, but, but y'all, yeah, I, I, I tried to tell y'all, I tried to tell y'all, I am Phil cartographer at 169.5 points. And he didn't even get a great week out of Russell. Wilson. he ended up putting okay fantasy points. Didn't get anything out of Deontay or Darnell Mooney. You know, he, he's, he's going to get some running back help here in the next few weeks when J.K. Dobbins and Kenneth Walker come back. Yeah. I mean, he's picking up right where he left off last season, just annihilating everyone else uh, uh, right now a cut above. Um, am, am I wrong in saying um, that yeah, that's a scary, scary start? This is a thin no, roster, I mean, though. This is a got- thin roster. Yeah, you got QB one, RB one, wide receiver one, and tight end one. You're you're gonna win. <laughs> yeah. For um for Breezewood's nuts. I mean, impressive scoring week. Sucks you went up against the Mappers and and lost. But um, you know, you you said they almost played their perfect lineup. Well, no shit. Look at that. Look at that team, man. There's there's no decisions to make except the kicker. So, um, you know that's that's the lineup they're gonna play. But if you're scoring 120 plus points, you know, you're going to win more often than you lose. You just there will be decisions to make a quarterback based on matchups. I think down the line, um, if golf goes up against a bad defense and Mariota's going up against, I don't know, like a Buffalo or something, something like that, that then you'll have a decision to make. But I do think those are week in week out. The quarterbacks are going to start right now. Um, unless golf shows you more um, down the line, but, but uh, agreed. Um, and finally, the, the, the game of the week, two powerhouses, two powerhouse teams going at it. Uh, streets meets, um, everyone kind of, we, we pinned them in that next tier. He's setting himself apart. I, I said it last week. Um, I thought this guy was going to get off to a hot start. So I, I did say something right last week um, because he started put up 134.5 points, third in the league, but that's, that's uh, real good. And then fourth in the league. And didn't deserve a loss this week, but you played the wrong team. Mike Ryan with 132.4 points. Dave, break it down. Uh, I mean, what can you say? I mean, these guys were, what, third and fourth in the league in points. Um, So good week one. Uh, Unfortunately for Mike, went up against Tyler this week. Um, You know, there was a lot of win opportunity expected for for that point total. Um, You just played the wrong team. Um, for, for Tyler, probably the wide receiver you felt best about coming into the, the, the year, you, you now feel maybe worst about coming out of mm-hmm. week one being CD lamb and, and obviously losing uh Dak Prescott. So he's um, not in my lineup for week two currently. So that should tell you everything you need to know on that front. Yeah. So, um, but I think, you know, and, and you, uh, I guess you were pretty sneaky about it, but you put you put out there that all four of your running backs are on the market. Um, but yeah, you got uh, Kamara Chubb and then uh, two contributors on your bench. So, um, you know, I yeah. think you got depth at running back and that's important. And, and Jalen Hurts. I would argue three contributors based on the touches, you know, Benjamin received, but yeah. 
Eno Benjamin uh, yes. can be a good spot. Can be a spot yes, starter. Seven pitch, touches but. for Eno Benjamin. But yeah, I mean, um, you know, the Jalen Hurts trade. I think you guys had a lot of contingencies in there. Fact is, you were most likely giving up a lot, but that means he's contributing this year and uh, probably worth it. I mean, guys, a a great fantasy quarterback. Um, you know, whether he's a real life good quarterback or not, we'll see. But when you can add ninety yards and a and a touchdown on the ground. I mean, he put up 24 points. 15 of them came with his legs. So, what, you know, what I think is scary about, about this team is Kamara, Chubb, Lamb, you know, didn't give you much. You're, you know, maybe yeah. CD Lamb, maybe CD Lamb is, isn't going to give you much uh, down the line. I, I you know, I, I would go back and look. Cooper, Cooper Rush threw for 300 yards last time he played against Minnesota last year. Um, so, you know, he can get the ball to receivers. Um, and I, I think CD Lamb did okay when, when Cooper Rush came in. So it might, might be something you look at. Uh, but but Kamara is going to – you're going to think he's going to give you more than 12 touches for, for 46 yards. You're going to hope. Um, that, that seems like an outlier game for him. Um, Derek Carr is probably going to give you more than 13.8 points um, in a lot of weeks. This team is going to start the season off pretty good, guys. I think they're going to start off – um, real hot and, and, and scare some teams. It's going to be about can they stay healthy, right? And, and you're already seeing some players affected by injuries. Do any of them get hurt? That would be tough. Um, but right now, you're good. Mike Ryan, on the other hand, I mean, you gotta you gotta feel okay about all of the players he started, right? He doesn't have depth. He started his all perfect lineup. Perfect lineup. Perfect lineup. Didn't have really any decisions to make because there's nothing Maybe. behind it. But Traylon Burks didn't look terrible. Um, when you find out there, you got to think he's going to get better. He's probably going to be a playable player at some point this season, if not earlier on than people right. expected. Um, so three catch 55 yards, but did look pretty, pretty. He did flash a couple of times there uh, with some plays. So got to get, yeah, gotta watch I, out for think, it. I, I think this 132 is going to be closer to what a fully non-bye week Mike Ryan team scores. I think this is like, it'll be closer to this than the 95 and 90 that we saw some other teams throw up. Right. Um, I think it's, you know, I think most times you get you down pick up to on that. The, Trish? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But Cause he's at 95 points and that's what your team scored in week one. And Mike scored 132. That's a hundred percent. That's why okay. I said Mike Ryan's going to make the playoffs. That's why I said Mike Ryan's going to make the playoffs. I already said that. I already, I already doubled down. I said he's going to make the playoffs. I just so wanted to make sure that you the picked up on what, Tyler was throwing there. You preacher, uh, no, pick up what you're throwing. Um, however, um, you know, the question is, I think there are going to be bye weeks uh, for this team, and there's not much to play after that. Um, and wait, wait, I also wait. Think 130, 130 points is 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 early season, right? Uh, stuff. Once you yeah, get exactly. into it, I think you know this team stays healthy. He's going to be over 100 when it matters, and that's what you're really aiming for um, in the in the middle of, of the grind this season. All right, yeah, guys, you you scored uh, the fourth most points in the league. You should feel good. You got unlucky in week one, but cut Adrian Peterson and spend that money elsewhere. Cut yes, Cam Newton, please. spend that money elsewhere. Please put so you got the money to spend on waivers. There are waivers out there. You know who you should be going after in waiver wire right now. You have <laughs> you cut. Edge. By the time they hear this, waivers will have already run. But would you cut Cam Newton nine dollars and spend that all on Cooper Rush and get your I, second quarterback? I would cut Cam. I would Newton, cut everyone. Gardner Minshew, 
and uh, and and Adrian Peterson and spend all that on him. Yeah. Um, I, I would consider cutting Brian Edwards if I had to, and, and Kendrick Bourne if I thought I had to, and Logan Woodside for sure. Um, yeah, you I, could have a starting QB for six plus weeks. Mike Ryan goes out and gets a starting quarterback. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. Talk about playoffs. Here we are, Mike Ryan. Go do it. Go make the moves. We believe in you. But Indeed, are earned, Mike Ryan. Go get Cooper Rush from the pod. The way right, you want to is by right, guys. Let's move on. Let's move on by winning this coming week. Um, talking about this coming week, let's do some previews. Uh, Dave, do you have the lines pulled up? Well, I do. All right, you want to lead this segment for me then? I will. Uh, we're gonna go in biggest blowout potential to tightest window here, uh, which is. And no one should be shocked by this. We're going to start with the Rockville Mappers versus the Loose Cannons, the Manny Young Loose Cannons. Nice. What's the line? The line on this game is going to be 31. And as soon as you all take a look at these rosters, it will become immediately apparent why. Yeah. The, uh, the a rematch of last year's championship game. It is a rematch of last year's championship game, which, if I recall correctly, was not particularly close. Ah, uh, and neither will this week. No, you've got Russell Wilson facing Houston's defense. You've got Patrick Mahomes facing a Chargers defense that looked okay, but is on a Thursday short rest. Uh, listen to Warren Sharp, read his book. Rest advantages matter more than any other factor in win-loss in the NFL. Uh, the Chargers are coming off the shortest week. Um, they're, and the Chiefs looked so good. This game's going to be rough for the loose cannons. Anybody got any other thoughts other than like? No, only I'll, take, I'll take the cartographers uh, to cover the spread here. Cover all 31 points? Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I look up and down loose cannons. There, there's a world in which they cover the spread. There, there's a weirder, 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 weirder world in which they somehow win uh, because they are playing players that can get you points at every position. Sometimes that's all that matters. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the scary ass cartographers. I am also gonna take the cartographers. Uh, I'm not locking them up this week, although that paid off for me last week. So. Uh, the game. second game is going to be uh, the home run hitters versus the Frederick Scrubs. Uh, this game is going to have a spread of 23 points. We're actually going to have to go back one after this because I skipped a game. So, uh, But they're very close. So the home right. run hitters versus the Frederick Scrubs has a 23-point favorite for the Scrubs, uh, which, again, if you just start scrolling down – as soon as you get to the wide receivers, you should see your problem here for the home run hitters. Uh, luckily, that's a position with a lot more variance than quarterback. Um, so the the home run hitters could hang in here if they get some big games out of Drake London again. Uh, if Mitch Trubisky goes off against a New England team that looked like microwave dog shit. Um, if Tom Brady and the Saints get into a shootout, but otherwise, this is tilted pretty heavily scrubs away yeah this is this is looking looking rough um saquon looks like he's back 
Herbert's going to, you know, um, be in a shootout game. You would think uh, that uh, Aaron Rodgers, he likes to bounce back early in the season. Going to be, you know, that's that's going to be a question mark, though, until they figure it out, whether he will be putting up uh, decent fantasy points this year. Um, but I, I don't usually bet against Aaron Rodgers. Um, and, and then you look at the wide receivers. I think you, you're, you're spot on there. So I, I 23 points is a lot. I think he covers it. I don't think Kareem Hunt's putting up 20 points again this week, even though not a smart bet to bet against him putting up relevant points. But still, uh, I'm going to go with the scrubs. Yeah, I'll be, uh, unfortunately for home run hitters, I'll be shocked if they if they break into the triple digits this week. So I'll take the scrubs to cover that spread. Yeah, our next game, it looks like we're all going to take uh, the chalk here, take the scrubs. Our next game is going to be the Vienna Rams versus Mike Ryan. Uh, the spread here is 24 points. Um, you have the second and fourth highest scoring teams of the week going against each other. Uh, any thoughts on this one, Dave? As you, uh, no, I mean, I, you know, pick them one one. You don't, you don't pick against yourself. So I'll, uh, I'll take the Vienna Rams are the best here to cover, but um yeah, exciting first week for Mike. Let's see if he can uh, do it again and at least keep this one close. But I'll take myself to, to cover. I have to be consistent, guys. You're giving me 24 points. I just said Michael Ryan's going to make the playoffs. I just said it. And hopefully he's going to be inserting Cooper Rush into this lineup. But even if he's not, I think he's he's got players that are going to put up points. I mean, Dave's starting two Green Bay running backs. Don't love that. Never loved Tua anywhere, you know. Derek Carr didn't look amazing. Devontae did, but, you know, I'm going to not only take Mike Ryan, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lock it in. Mike Ryan, I think my hot take was all for talk, was all for fun. I'm putting my money on the line. I am locking you in. You're not only going to cover, you're going to shock the world. You're going to beat Dave. But But I only have. To, you only have to hold it within nine for me to cover. So that's that's <laughs> fine. Just hold it within nine. But I think you're going to win. I said it. Tyler, is Dave going to cover here? Last week, I broke Dave's rule and picked against myself for Mike Ryan to cover, and it was a wise decision. But uh, this week, you know, some of those matchups look a little tougher for Geno Smith and Miles Sanders and Najee Harris injured. I'm taking Dave to cover on this one. Uh, I really, I do believe in you, Mike, but I think your run starts in week three, uh, not in week two. You're going to make it as a wild card, um, but we're all rooting for you. What do we got next? The next game, uh, you can you can take your pick. We have two teams favored by 13. Uh, we're going to hit the Luchadors, uh, the Lewisburg Luchadors and the Breezewood Nuts first, followed by the Punk's a tawny pensive parakeet and the Peyton's making nachos. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the nuts are actually favored in this matchup um, and the nachos are favored in there. So starting with the nuts luchadors matchup. Drew. Yeah. You can see why uh, the nuts are, are favored. When you look at the wide receivers, Evans Hill, Marquise Brown versus Pickens, Hamler, Curtis Samuel right now. Um, and, and, you know, Keenan Allen out, that's a 
just a big, big old injury. And that was, uh, you know, what we, you know, talked about in the season preview is, is that's where he can't uh, withstand those injuries. Um, however, you do have Dalvin Cook. You have Cordero Patterson looking like a, a feature back at Kent with 22 carries last week. Um, and, and, you know, you have two quarterbacks. Uh, with that said, uh, I look over there. I see Fournette. I see Singletary, who actually looked good, even though he didn't get a lot of touches. He looked good when you watched him play. Um, and, uh, you know, Dave's Dave's favorite quarterback duo in, in Mariota and Tannehill, probably getting the edge this week. Maybe not against Winston, but probably against Fields. Maybe, maybe against both. Possibly that's going to be a lot. Those is, who knows how that, but it seems like a pretty even uh, quarterback matchup there. Um, and so you have to go with the, 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 is, is the edge at wide receiver bigger than the edge at running back? I'm going to say, yeah. And, and by enough, um, I think it's going to be kind of close to the line though. I don't think it's going to be uh, massively around it. So, um, but I'm going to say Breezewood uh, gets to one and one and Luchadors uh, has a disappointing start to a promising season um, going on too. Dave, any thoughts on that one? Uh, I, I think the luchadors keep this closer. Um, you know, fields played in a monsoon last week. Um, I expect them to be trailing a lot and have to throw the ball and he'll run a little. Um, but besides that, I just, I feel like the luchadors drafted well, and we didn't really see much from, from that team this first week. So I think they put Patterson in this week and, and get the running back uh, starters, right. And, uh, can keep this close. So I'm going to take Luchadors to cover um, definitely on upset alert there. If, uh, if I'm, if I'm looking at this, I'm actually going to take the Luchadors to not only cover, but this is my lock of the week. Uh, when you look up and down the nuts roster, uh, Tannehill has to play the Tennessee defense, which lost the key component, but is going to be, or I'm sorry, the Buffalo. Buffalo. Defense. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, you can cut the. He, he only does that in practice. He only does that in practice, and it never looks good. He's got to play the <laughs> Buffalo defense, which is much improved. Uh, he's Marcus Mariota has to play the Rams defense. That's not going to go well for him. Leonard Fournette has to run up against that New Orleans defense. Uh, Singletary, there's where has to play the Tennessee defense, which, despite some injuries, still looked pretty competent. Uh, you go all the way down this. Like, Tyreek Hill's playing against Baltimore, which is over terrible defense. Bad. Not terrible. Terrible defense. No, yeah, no, no. One of the it was worst terrible last year because of injuries. Time. They're going to be competent this year, okay? Um, that's like one of the best coach teams in the NFL. Regardless, those are a lot of negative matchups. I know that the Luchadors have the unfavored team here, but that's who I'm taking. I'm locking it in. I think yeah, those are both fair picks. I think Winston's going to be bombing the ball along with Fields trying to catch up all game. So. Uh, if you flip over to the other game, uh, Tim Ryan and the Punks of Tawny Pensive Parakeets here. Uh, I'm sorry, Evan and the Punks of Tawny Pensive Parakeets, Tim Ryan and Peyton's making nachos. Uh, the nachos are favored by 13. Uh, Dave, how do you feel about this one? Um, I, I like this, and I, I, think, I think Tim's going to make the right choice here, but I, I would start three of those running backs that we're talking about and you know, go against the norm here. And we always talk about two QBs, but I would not start Joe Flacco. And I don't think I'd start Davis Mills this week either. So, um, you know, start three of your stud running backs and, and see what they do. They're, they're probably going to outscore half the QBs in the league, um, you know, if week one's any indication. So 
uh, I think that's good for uh, for Tim and and for Evan. I guess we'll really the only question here is for me is probably Lazard. If Lazard plays, I, I move him into the starting lineup. If not, you know, obviously you keep him out. But um, I think Tim going single QB this week uh, not only wins but covers the thirteen points um, and beats the Parakeets. Yeah, if I could lock in two Ryan brothers, I would lock in two Ryan brothers. Um, I think this is going to be a pretty lopsided game. He is making the right start right now with the three running backs. I agree that those are the the the, the right thing. He's, he's talking about the ground and pound, and I don't see why he's going to go away from it um, unless the matchups are terrible or they're bye weeks. Um, so um, like that, and, and I think he's going to cover this spread. Um, don't have to lock it in. But, but if I didn't already lock in a Ryan brother. I'm actually going to go the other way and take the parakeets here. I think there's a very real chance Najee Harris misses this week and Jalen Warren gets inserted into this lineup for Isaiah McKenzie or Donovan Peoples-Jones um, and gets a big workload. That happening will push the Pence parakeets over the cover line I still think Tim Ryan is going to win this game, but it's going to get real tight, real fast. Uh, and Evan could pull off a second upset, at which point in that division, he starts to creep towards the top. Uh, the next matchup we're looking at is going to be Streets Meets versus the Best TDs. We have this one at Streets Meets favored by 10. The site has it by 20. Drew, where's the discrepancy here? Um, I'm, I'm going to guess the discrepancy is, is where we, we know it is. It is with Wandell Robinson in this lineup. Jalen Waddle should be in this lineup. Um, is it running back with Jamal Williams versus DJ Dallas? Same one that was last week. Hopefully he makes uh, the right call. Um, I don't have confidence that he will. Um, and, and with that said, I've already said what I, I, I had to say about street speeds. I think they're going to get off to a hot start. If I was just going with my head and not my heart a little bit, this would be my lock of the week. I think he's not going to win by 10. I think he's going to win by 30 or 40. Um, and I, I only thing that I would say is, um, you know, to say he's not bad, but, but their corners have Jadobia Wuje. They don't look great. I know CD lamb scares you after that first week, Zay Jones has a higher floor. Absolutely. And that's all you really need. So it's a smart play. Um, but I do think CD Lamb will outscore him this week um, because Cooper Rush, as I said, he threw for 300 yards last time. He knows the offense. I don't think he's going to be completely incompetent in this game. Uh, I'm not expecting Dallas to win that game. Um, there's a lot of problems with that, that offense. I'm not a big bit. Yeah. As a Cowboy fan, I didn't have high hopes going into the season, um, but I do think they're going to be behind and he's going to be throwing the ball and he's going to be throwing to CD. Um, so with that said, Look at this. It's, it's, it's up and down this lineup. Um, it's it's, it's, it's going to be uh, streets. We said the win for, for uh, the best TDs is Debo Samuel, um, maybe uh, Stafford uh, over uh, Carr, but man, did Arizona look lifeless last week. I think Carr is going to bounce back too. Um, so, so with that said, I'm going to go ahead and take street speeds. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little worried this Tyler guy is – overthinking things already in week two um you know I, i'd start your studs i would i would start cd lamb i would start uh alvin kamara yeah um yeah now Maybe you don't know if i'm that. serious Absolutely. or not because i'm in your division tyler but um but i truly would i'd, I'd start both those players and um 
anyway, I think you'll make the right decision. I'm going to lock in streets meets. I think, uh, I think they yeah. run away with this. This one. is, this is, this is a lock. And I also would echo that just in case they think it's just, I didn't even see Kamara on the bench there. Um, I, I would, I would put him in as well. Just, just ride your, 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 your ride your stars. He's $70. Don't put $70 on your bench. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't factor in salary. I'm but just saying Kamara for a reason. TV's if Kamara was two dollars, I'd still start Kamara. Here, but you spent seventy dollars this offseason for a reason. Is basically what I'm saying is because he's that good. Yeah, I agree with both of you. I think that this line being at ten is potentially a little generous uh, on the way this game is going to turn out. I will be taking myself here, uh, especially because. A little peek behind the curtain. Keith and I usually have a side bet on our games, and I'm not trying to wear the golf outfit that he has picked out for me. So nice. Yep. What's the next game? Uh, the next game is going to be your game, Drew. The currently Darnstown Drush versus Joe's Primo team. Uh, this spread is the same as the Meats versus the TDs. It's a 10 point spread. Uh, I think. This one's going to be a real tight guys. It's can Alex and Joe's Primo team get the same high level of production up and down his roster that he got, you know, if, if all of his players hit their peak, this game's going to be real close. Uh, if his players regress back to their mean uh, Michael Carter and Devonte Parker and Mac Jones and Ezekiel Elliott, if they all lay duds this week, Drush could walk out of here with a massive blowout. Um, as he, quite frankly, has the, you've got the higher star power team. Uh, Dave, any thoughts before Drew gives his sense? I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe higher star power at like quarterback, but I think Joe's primo yeah. team's wide receivers not, not only outscore wide receivers, but have, have a shot to like outscore your running backs too. If, if you don't get a big game from Eckler and I don't think Antonio Gibson's going to do what he did last week, every week. So I'd be a little worried if I were you drew, um, you know, you, you, you didn't put up many points last week. And again, you can say uh, Burrow won't have five turnovers every week, but that's, you know, that's 10 fantasy points. That's not, not what's going to make or break this team. So um, anyway, I think this will be close. I don't know. I feel like somehow Drew's going to squeak this one out, but I'm going to take Joe's Primo team to cover here. Um, and again, I, I'd be worried if I were you, Drew, uh, watching for that upset. I, I am always worried. Um, I think Joe's Primo team's got a real shot at this game. Um, I, I think the, the the player to watch on Joe's Primo team, you know, Cooper Cup's going to give you points. Um, the two players to watch are Amon Murray Brown as he continue to, to, to kind of produce, but really it's Zeke Elliott. If that game's close, right, the, the Cowboys can keep that game close and they're going to do so by grinding with Zeke and he's going to put up a big week that he didn't look bad last week. My problem with that logic, though, is I don't, A, think that game's going to be close, and part of the reason I don't think that game's going to be close is because Dallas has one of the worst offensive lines going right now. Um, the What's his name? I can't even pronounce it at left guard. was a turnstile. You know, the only uh, two players on that line, Zach Martin and Tyra Smith, both looked okay. Everything else is hot, hot, hot garbage. Steele is one of the worst right tackles in the league. I don't think Zeke's going to have room to run. I think that limits him. I think Mac Jones is limited. Um, I, I think 
Uh, Matt Ryan isn't going to put up quite as many points. For that reason, um, I looked over on the other side. I, I am nervous. I, I really think this could be close. I think I'm going to cover by a little bit. I think it is going to be because I think Dave's discounting Eckler having a bad week last week and acting like he's not a, was in the top three pick in this league. I, 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 I think he's going to bounce week. back. I think he's going to bounce back and get a lot of catches. I don't think you're going to see three catches for nothing, like a, a lot out of Eckler. Um, and I also, as I said, going into this season, am a believer in Antonio Gibson. Um, I think I said, I thought he was going to get a lot of catches this season going into it. Um, and I think a lot of weeks like the week he had are in store for him. Um, and, and I think you're going to see bounce backs from DJ Moore and Trey Lance not playing in a monsoon. Am I worried about Ayuk? Am I worried about Devontae Smith? Absolutely. Uh, but I don't take anything out of Ayuk's first week performance. He didn't look terrible running routes. He just was playing in a monsoon. So I'm going to hope that that was a regression. That is a hope a little bit. But um, I, I, uh, I do still have uh, trust in Lance and Ayuk. Yeah, if you couldn't tell by what I said, I'm taking the Drush in this one. Drew, who was your pick? Drush as well. I think I'm okay. gonna go there. Uh, we're moving into what is by the line, our game of the week. Uh, we need a sound effect for this producer Byron at some point. Uh, game of the week. Yeah, something big, boomy, and echoey. Uh, that's going to be Philly Citywide at Fancy Footwork. Um, Philly Citywide is only favored by two here, uh, which just speaks to like the roster construction of Fancy Footwork that they are decimated by injuries and are still competitive in this game. Uh, it's going to be, I, I don't know who to pick in this. Dave, do you have thoughts here? Uh, so, you know, we talk a lot about the super flex and two, two QBs and, you know, we get a little repetitive, but fancy footwork's trotting out two tight ends this week. I don't care what the rest of the lineup looks like. I'm going to fade a team doing that. So I think Philly citywide, you know, we saw some, some big plays on his bench last week. I I think he makes the right plays here. I think Devin Duvernay is here to stay a lot of open targets or uh, uh, a lot of targets available in, in Baltimore. Um, But I think Philly citywide wins. And I think it's the start of a long season for uh, fancy footwork. Yeah, no, I think this is the the start. I think this is a a hands down win. I mean, I, I do think, um, you got to like what you saw for DK Metcalf last week, even if he didn't get a lot of stats, like, you know, might be able to get him some ETN, Kevante, Kirk Cousins, those four are going to give you a floor and Albert O and Darren Waller are the right starts here. But I also agree if you're starting two tight ends, if you're starting two wide receivers that basically are, are afterthoughts in their offense and Bell and Hardman, um, that's good. That's just a lot to, to overcome. Um, it, the other side of the lineup does not overly scare you at all. Uh, but I just think that they have consistent point getters at, at most positions here. That should be enough to put him over. Um, what's the line here? Two. Yeah, then I think Philly Citywide covers. I, I think if it was much higher than that, I'd start to think about it. But I think Philly Citywide covers in a, in a low scoring affair. Yeah, the, the problem is we don't get to see over-unders here. Uh if, if we could see the over-under, the total on this game would probably be somewhere around 190, 195. Um, in a game that's going to be that close, it's it's safe to take the favored team. I'm also going to take Philly Citywide. I, I kind of want to see what happens if Fancy wins and this whole division ends up, you know, 
it starts to get real tight in here. But yeah, it could be a it could be a losing team in the in the playoffs if if uh, Joe's primo team or or you know it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what happens in that game. It doesn't yep. matter what happens in that game. I think you could see a, a losing team make the playoffs if things go worst case scenario for some of these teams. Um, but with that said, yeah, I think it, it's it's Philly city wide and fancy footwork. Feel bad for you, great owners. This is what this league's about: is is play, people making moves like that, even to down here to put a put what would have been a competitive team together. Um, but man, yeah, I mean, rough. you're gonna have these years where you, you know, make all of what seem like the right decisions or make all the best decisions. Yeah. Interested to see what they do on waivers. Um, I, I haven't looked at their roster closely enough to know who they can uh, who they can get rid of or or whatnot. But I'm sure. Um, they they'll do something in in that vein. Um, it doesn't look like they have a lot of money to play with. Um, looking up and down it, but there's I think they're going to try yeah. to do something. Nico Hardman is at seven dollars, um, so so there's a, a player that that you can look at. Give a three dollar kicker. You have so you're going to look at this roster, try to come up with some waiver wires. There's a couple players out there that I think he's going to go for, um, and and probably have a little bit better of a chance in this game. Still tough. You're still still tough. I, there's some good waiver wires out there, but and I, I just don't think he's going to be able to get Cooper Rush looking at his roster. I just I don't think the money is there for what he'll go for, um, but remains to be seen. That's why they play the waivers. That's a that's a that's a saying, guys. Yeah, uh, I believe that's it for the show this week. One uh, one more note. One more note from me. Your money update for the week. You already know. Byron won the main pot. Byron won the side pot um, because I forget what the main pot and the side pot are. He swept it. We'll do another money update. It was the highest game. scoring. Was I, I know what it was. It was it was highest scoring player, and that was Justin Jefferson, and he had the highest scoring team. Obviously, yeah. um, he also had the second highest scoring player. So there, it was you know there were a couple other people that were over thirty, but um, it, there was no monster monster week this week from from folks over forty. But there there were two. There were a lot of p- team people on. Byron's team that we're, we're competing for it. Um, so I think he had three of the top five or something like that. So he had three of the uh, top six close, close enough. Um, so that is your money update. And with that, it's been real. Hey, what's the, words. do you know what the week two uh, side pot is off the top of your head? I don't know it off the top of my head, but I do have it right here. It is bounce back week team with the most points scored above their week one total. Good catch. Cause this is something we do. It's going to be a tiebreaker. We didn't do it. I think we did do it last week. Uh, don't remember who we said. However, who do you think is going to have the most points over their week one total? Tyler. Ooh. I'm going to go with the darn sound Rouge. I think 95 being in the bottom half for a team whose roster has some super high variance, especially is probably the right pick here. Like your roster can score 95 points in a week or 155 points in a week if everything clicks. So yeah, I'm taking the Drush here. Dave. It, Dave. I think Dave's not, I think we've lost Dave. <laughs> we did lose Dave. I uh, am going to be different than you. I do think it's going to be true, but I'm just going to go ahead and say 
home run hitters in a lot losing effort loses by over 25 points or whatever but still puts up uh in the in the low hundreds and and takes it over drew who puts up in the uh, you know maybe 15 points and he gets over 20 points over it and uh home run hitters scores in the 106 range in a loss any other contenders for this i think luchadors could could have a pretty big bounce yeah. back week too. They have tough with their wide receivers though. That's, they do. That's why they are. But... Uh, I didn't pick them. Um, and and then uh, then no. Maybe if if Keith starts the, the right lineup, yeah, yeah. they'll have an outside shot. Best CDs with um, optimal lineup, maybe. But Peyton's making nachos actually is one of the teams that I think at 106 could have a big big week and, and have a shot at it. Um, and you know, um, other than that, obviously all of those teams. Loose cannons, Philly City wide. All the sub hundred teams will have a shot at it, um, but I think um, the one team I just don't think has any shot is Penta Parakeets. Um, hundred four was high, so. Alrighty, guys, that is the pod. Appreciate it. It's been real. Thanks. We're done. We can stop the recording. Yeah.